anytime I invest in myself, it's where I am either spending time, money, or energy. Like other moms invest in themselves by taking a course or doing research. It's also investing in yourself if you take a nap. Um, You know, those are all investments in myself. And then, you know, I really think that there are different levels that you can take, but I know one thing for sure. We need to value ourselves as much as we do our kids. Welcome to the Confessions of a Working Mom podcast, where we bring you real life working mom stories, tips, tricks, and advice for thriving and surviving in motherhood. Because you shouldn't have to experience working motherhood alone. Join our community of support as we discuss all of the things and how we get by in this sometimes crazy and imperfect journey of working motherhood. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Confessions of a Working Mom podcast. On this week's episode, I am talking to Lonnie Jackson. Lonnie is a clarity and strategy coach for mom entrepreneurs. She helps them double their income without doubling their to-do list. And her mission is to help mompreneurs get out of survival mode, release the mom guilt, and create a clear plan of action that will help them reach their dreams of 5k months and more. Lonnie's also a mom to six kids, wife to her husband of 15 years, and she survives on caffeine, laughing with her kids, cooking in the kitchen, hiding in the pantry, eating chocolate, and helping other women know that they are not alone in the chaos of motherhood and in their entrepreneur journey. In this episode, we talk about all things related to investing in yourself as a mom. So often we put our own desires, goals, and dreams to the back burner when we become parents, when we become mothers, um, because we're just taking care of everyone else's needs. But we really dive into this conversation today just about really taking the time to invest in yourself. It's super important. And it can be as simple as listening to a podcast like this one. So I will stop talking. And so we can dive right in to the conversation with Lonnie. So here we go. Hi, Lonnie. Welcome to the Confessions of a Working Mom podcast. How are you doing today? Great. Thank you so much for having me on the podcast. I'm so excited to be here and talking to you today. Oh, of course. Thank you so much for coming on the show. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself, your family, sort of your background and anything else that you want to share with our audience? Absolutely. So as she said, I'm Lonnie Jackson. I am a strategy and clarity coach for mom entrepreneurs. I help moms double their income without doubling their to-do list. That's really important to me because as a mom, I know how long a to-do list is. I'm a mom of six, although I like to say sometimes it feels like 6,000 kids (laughs) (laughs) because I wash 6,000 loads of laundry a week, it feels like. (laughs) So I do have six kids. Half of them are adopted from foster care. 
and the other half are biological. So we have four boys and twin identical girls are the babies and they are the rulers of the house for sure. <laughs> so I started out my entrepreneur journey 10 years ago, over just over 10 years ago, actually. And I started with a mom blog and as a virtual assistant, that is how I began my journey and really organically throughout having babies and adding businesses. I've done everything from being a PR manager to obviously coaching and coaching is my favorite. That is where I have landed. I love being able to help moms reach their dreams and I'm very passionate about helping them not just reach their business dreams, but also their mom dreams, their dreams of being a mom that feels balanced. And I have an opinion about that word balance, but that's what (laughs) most moms use is to be able to work without the overwhelm. Because as I hear so many moms say, you know, we choose to work, we choose to whether you're working in a corporate a nine to five, or you're working at home, we're making that choice for our family for a reason. And then we beat ourselves about it all the time. And it's my goal to help moms let go of that mom guilt, let go of that overwhelm, let go of that never ending to-do list and embrace the fact that you get to make those choices for your family. And it's okay to be exactly where you are. Yeah, for sure. I love that. And that definitely aligns with a lot what I talk about on this podcast as well. So I'm so happy that you brought that up. Mm -hmm. And I think it's funny you mentioned the word balance. So can you go into why you don't like that word? And what would you use instead? Okay, so balanced is this myth. I have yet to go on a rant about this on my own podcast, (laughs) but I plan on it. You know, it's this thing that we're like, oh, I just want to be balanced. I feel so unbalanced or I'm trying to balance motherhood and business. And And when you think of the word balance, it's an action word. I feel like moms expect us to somehow suddenly come to this point where we're like feeling like in smooth sailing. We don't, you know, there's no moving from one side to the other, but balance really is like you're in a yoga pose. Let's just talk about yoga for a second. I'm not the best at yoga, but when I do yoga and they're like doing the tree pose where you're standing on one foot what is happening? I'm balanced. I'm balancing. I'm making small shifts back and forth in my weight. Sometimes I actually fall over because I'm not that strong. And the more that I test that strength and the more that I do those small pivots and shifts, my muscles become stronger and stronger and stronger. And really that is what I, the best analogy I can use for myself and others is we aren't going to ever arrive at this balanced moment. What we are going to do is get strong in our ability to move from side to side and to adjust because, you know, as soon as you figure something out in motherhood with our kids, they do a sleep regression or they start teething (laughs) or they add a sport that we weren't expecting to do. And now we have that in our week. I mean, there's always something happening in motherhood, let alone, let's not even bring up the business side. Mm -hmm. That's always changing and pivoting, you know? So I think that myth of, oh, I just want to be balanced in, you know, between motherhood and my business. No, you find where you are strongest and where you feel comfortable and then stay there, make those little shifts. And sometimes you lean one way more heavily and sometimes you lean the other way and don't forget you're going to go back and forth. So I don't know if I have a perfect word for it yet, to be honest, (laughs) but I do know if you could just picture yourself and getting stronger and more you know, confident in your ability to make those little shifts. And sometimes they'll be so subtle. You don't even know you're making them. 
Yeah, I love that so much. Yeah, I think it, it kind of relates to sort of like the elusive work-life balance too. Mm-hmm. Like when yeah. I was working my corporate job, everyone talked about like this work-life balance and how you were supposed to achieve it. And I was like, what is that? <laughs> I don't even know what that is. <laughs> oh, it's not possible. And there is no definition to it. It really is learning to be balancing and be comfortable balancing. Like that thing of going back to the analogy with yoga, when I haven't done yoga for months, like right now I'm getting back into doing yoga as almost every day. It's very uncomfortable right now and I'm not strong, but the more that I do it and the more that I practice and I expect it to happen and I know what's coming, it's going to get easier. I think that is really what we're looking for as moms balancing either work life or mom and business, whatever that may be. For sure. Yeah. I love that yoga analogy. I do yoga every day as well. So yeah, I definitely, that's a good analogy to compare it to. Mm -hmm. So you talk a lot about like helping moms invest in themselves and really this idea of, you know, helping moms, you know, invest in themselves and get to a place where they feel you know, fulfilled, they're passionate about what they're doing. And what would you define as investing in yourself? I guess start with that. And then we can kind of go from there. Absolutely. So anytime I invest in myself, it's where I am either spending time, money or energy, like other moms invest in themselves by taking a course or doing research. It's also investing in yourself if you take a nap. Um, you know, those are all investments in myself. And then, you know, I really think that there are different levels that you can take, but I know one thing for sure, we need to value ourselves as much as we do our kids. When it comes to my kids and like they need new shoes, they need new clothes, they want to join a sport, they want to, you know, learn something new. I, without hesitation, invest in them. And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. You're worth it. But when it comes to ourselves as moms, we're like, oh, no, I can just Google that. I don't need to pay for that course. And I considered myself to be a Google search bar ninja for many, many years where I just was like, I can figure that out. I can. But what I was doing on the flip side by investing, I was you know, just saying, oh, I can do it on my own with a Google search bar. I was losing out on my time. Mm-hmm. And I was also growing very slow because I was learning a lot, but I didn't know how to implement it for myself. And so I spent many years frustrated that I didn't have enough time to get everything done because I was spending so much time doing the research. I was spending so much time trying to figure out how to even apply this. And so investing in ourselves is gives us back time, confidence, and even energy. Yes, that's so true. And I think I was exactly the same as you. I was determined to like do everything myself. I'm like, I'm still working this corporate job. I'm like, I'm just going to try to do this on the side. I'm going to try to figure it all out. But I think what you don't realize in doing that also is with courses you buy or with programs you buy or coaching you pay for, like the mindset part of it that you're getting in return I think that part of it is what launches you forward more than actually learning like the technical things. Absolutely. More than anything, the inspiration and the guidance is what truly gives me my money back because too often we get stuck in our heads. I know a lot, 
I went to a conference a few, like five years ago, my very first conference. And my husband and I were on the phone late at night during the conference. This is my very first one, you know, going away and really truly investing in myself with a conference. And he's like, so did you learn anything new? And I'm like, no, not really. <laughs> and he started laughing and he's like, you mean you learned nothing new? I was like, the things that they were talking about were not new, but what was powerful today was the way they taught me to implement it. Mm-hmm. And the inspiration of being able to do it like they did and things like that. And that is truly the value I got out of that first conference. Not that they said anything like, oh, I never knew that. (laughs) It was, oh, wow, that's how you do it in my business. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. I think a lot of times we discount how powerful that is. Absolutely. Um, mm -hmm. So love that. Yeah. So what are... Three tips you can give moms who are sort of, they're ready to invest in themselves, but they're still a little nervous. Maybe they have to have that conversation with their husband also, or their spouse or their partner about like, is this really, you know, maybe they're questioning, are you going to spend all this money on this thing? And is it even going to do anything? So what are three tips you can give them that they can take away today from this conversation? Okay. So Let's see. I would say number one is, are you tired of being where you are? You have to be hungry for something different. If you're not hungry enough, then you're going to question investing. You are. But if you're tired of staying stuck, if you're tired of not growth going any further, you're tired of being inconsistent, you're tired of the overwhelm, you're tired of not knowing for sure, you're tired of questioning all the things, then you're ready to invest and to go forward. You know, when I hired my first coach, I, she asked me, she's like, so when do you really want to start? And I was like, yesterday, (laughs) because I was tired of feeling like, I don't know what to do right now. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I should do this. I'm tired of feeling stuck. I'm tired of questioning whether or not my prices were right or my package was right or whatever the question was. I wanted to be moving forward Mm -hmm. yesterday and I needed her help. So if you're tired of staying stuck, number two, if you have been growing and you know that you need the help getting to the next step, then you're like, that's time. It's time. The thing about a coach or course or things like that is you get the guidance of people who have been there before you have helped others get to the next level. And that guidance can save you so much time and propel you in a fast way. So if you're like, okay, I've been here, I'm ready to level up, then do it. And the other thing is to crunch some numbers. I just challenged somebody this morning that was talking to me about coaching with me, feeling a little bit of like, oh, that's an investment. <laughs> Should I do that? Mm-hmm. I challenged her. I said, go crunch some numbers. Yes, it is an investment. But what if you decided these are the two things that will help me recoup that money? If I do these two things and my coach helps me do these two things, I'll get all of my investment back. Of course, the goal is to do more than that. Right. Just think about that. And that feels easy. So for me, when the first time I invested in a coach, I realized, oh, I only need to get one contract to pay for this. And if she helps me do that Mm -hmm. within the first 30 to 60 days, I've paid for all of my coaching. And that was a big relief. And also when I talked to my husband and said, she can help me do X, Y, Z to get my, our money in our investment back. Plus I'll have these skills to do it again and again and again. Yep. He was like, uh, yeah, you should do that now <laughs> <laughs> because he knew how hard I've been working and me wasting, you know, taking, like I said, that the very first step, the first tip was like, 
I could do it on my own, most likely. But how long would it take me to get there? I wasn't moving forward. Yeah. And I was ready to just make that investment because it's worth it. And I will tell you, with my first coaching and mastermind investment to my last one, you know, I have made back multiple times over the investment that I have made. How about you, Kelly? Have you made back your investments? For sure. So yeah, so I actually just invested in a higher level coaching program this year. And Mm -hmm. it's with someone you know, Shannon Matter. Oh, I love Shannon. She's she was in my mastermind or she is is in my mastermind. She and I uh, connected several years ago and she's amazing. She's really I'm, I'm so excited. I love her. Yeah. So I'm in her coaching program right now for web designers. And yeah, I I'm working through it. I just started in January, but I already feel just a higher level of confidence moving mm-hmm. forward that I didn't have before. And I will say I did have a different career coach sort of in the past. And she really truly helped me push through like all the fears and all of the, like, yep. I can't do this. And so I think her, like, she really set me up for success in like launching me into the entrepreneurship and getting my first clients and starting out and everything. And then now like investing in this higher level program, I just see like the path that I can take. And I had this similar conversation with my husband about it. I'm like, you know, I could make back this investment in one client and that's what got him. He's like, okay, I trust in you. I believe you could do it. So let's go ahead and let's do it. So I'm like, yeah, (laughs) I love that. And really you don't like, so just talking about logistics here, you know, you're right now in a higher level coaching program. I'm in a very high level coach. So you're in a high level coaching program right now, but you didn't start out with a high level coaching program. Mm -hmm. You started with something more chewable, easier to take a bite of. So whether that's like join, uh, take a course. A lot of times that's our first investment in ourselves. Take a course, go to a conference, yeah. uh, pay for like, if you a lot of, there's a lot of free virtual conferences going right now with power-ups. Yeah. Those are great investments. Those are like your first step investments. However, the thing about courses and power-ups and freebies and these conferences is I find a lot of times, maybe you're like me, Kelly, You take a lot of fabulous notes. You read a lot of amazing things. You take in all this content, but then you never implement it. And it collects dust in your brain and on your desk. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So that's a problem. And that's something that happens quite frequently. So you have all this great knowledge, but you you don't have any strategy for implementation. So I highly recommend taking that first step of group coaching. So if you're worried about doing like the one-on-one price of a coach, Group coaching is a great way to step into that world of investment with somebody helping you grow, someone helping you focus on what your needs are in your business and work through all the mindset blocks that you have. Why aren't you implementing? What is that overwhelm? What are you avoiding in your business? Where are you stuck so that you can take those steps in a way that is affordable? You also get the accountability of other women in your group coaching program. I love my group coaching calls because I get to hear questions that I didn't even think to ask and then get the benefit of hearing the answer for myself. And I didn't even have to take the time to ask it. Mm -hmm. Uh, I learned when I was a part of a group coaching program, that was my favorite part of the program was getting on those group coaching calls. And then the camaraderie and friendship support and accountability I got from my fellow members in the program 
was so valuable still to this day. Some of my best friends who are recommending me to other clients and I recommend them and they're helping my business grow still and I'm helping their business grow still. Mm -hmm. And then the natural progression is to go from group coaching to one-on-one and to keep taking those next steps up and forward. And it's easier as the investment gets larger, you understand the value and the return on your investment. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's funny. You mentioned like the summits and like the online conferences and things like that. Yeah. I was always signing up for things like that. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm going to do it this time. I'm going to get through it. I'm going to follow all the steps and I'm going to quit my day job and I'm going to do this and do that. And it ended up being like, you know, they're all during my day job. So I couldn't watch any of the live sessions. So then I had to Mm -hmm. like figure it out and try to watch it later after I got home from work, but I'd never get through all of them. And then I would never like implement everything. Maybe I took a couple things out of it, but yeah, it's definitely a different feeling when you're actually like, okay, this is the path I want to take. I know that this coach can help me and I'm going to actually sit down and do the work and figure it out and focus and put my focus into this. Yes. And a lot of times, like, especially with like group coaching programs, they have a path for you to follow that is proven. So I'm opening up my group coaching program in March. And this program is specifically designed for mom entrepreneurs. You have to be a mom and an entrepreneur to join this program Mm -hmm. because we're going to work to sync up both the mom life and the business life in a way that is maximizing your limited time and minimizing the overwhelm. Because I see a lot of programs, this is just in general, just saying there's a lot of unique programs out there. Like you're going to one for web design. Mm -hmm. That's very awesome because you have a clear path for the business you want. There are some programs out there just for like marketing. There are group coaching programs for marketing. Mine specifically is designed to help the mom entrepreneur with her mom life and her business life and give her the tools she needs to make them sync up. That is specifically what my program is about. So you can find one tailored to your exact needs Mm -hmm. and stop guessing. Yeah, I love that. I love how you're bringing both of those together because I've seen the entrepreneur ones and then I've seen the mom ones and sometimes they're a little bit combined, but like you bring both of those together. That is just amazing. Like I can't wait to see what you do with that. Yeah, I'm very excited about it. And it's something that's needed because I noticed with my one-on-one coaching clients who are, most of them are moms. I was like, we're talking about your mom life just as much as we're talking about your business life because you cannot take the, separate the two. You really can't. Right. And so I'm going to give you tools to grow your business because that's definitely a goal to double your income. But I'm also going to give you the tools to minimize the overwhelm, to cut the to-do list, all of that as well. And address the fact that sometimes mom life comes first and how to handle that Mm -hmm. instead of fighting against it. Yeah, for sure. Definitely just let things flow instead of be in the struggle, right? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And giving you a system that's customizable to your family's needs. That's the thing that I got frustrated. There was a course and program that I took and The unrealistic expectations of this course were so discouraging to me because I'm a mom of six Mm -hmm. and I have kids with special needs and there is no way I could follow that program. It left me so discouraged and frustrated because there was no room to alter it. She was like, you have to do X, Y, Z, you know, ABC time. Mm -hmm. And that's the only way you're going to grow. And it was so dogmatic. And I was like, well, that's just not going to work. It's just not. 
I can try, but then I will die at the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, yeah, that's great that you sort of came out of that and took that information and turned it into something positive. And now you're going to offer that piece that was missing. I yes. think that's so great. And that's what I love about just working online and being an entrepreneur in general. You can just kind of look at everything you've gone through and like say, okay, that didn't work for me. That didn't work for me. That didn't work. So now I'm going to make something that works for these other moms. <laughs> Absolutely. I love it because we can see the gaps and then we can step in and fill those needs. Yeah, definitely. So I, I'm loving this conversation so far. I think we're just hitting on a lot of great topics and we touched a little bit on mindset. How do you sort of approach mindset either, you know, like in your business and your coaching, what mindset tips can you give to moms who are kind of just maybe stuck in their own head sometimes? Absolutely. So that's the first step I take with all of my clients. And it's part of what I call the mom method. That's a system I use, which stands for mindset, operations, movement, and marketing. What with mindset, everything you are getting frustrated, overwhelmed, discouraged, we have to start there because it's maybe most likely not what you're doing. It's how you feel about it. We're women. We don't separate our feelings from business. Let's just be honest about it. <laughs> okay. If we are getting zero sleep at night, that affects how we feel and our energy levels. And we also compare ourselves to other moms. We compare ourselves to social media people and I found a mom who had six kids on Instagram, who's also a blogger when I was blogging at the time. And I was like, oh my God, she's a mom of six. I got to follow her. I had to unfollow her because not that she was not a great mom, not that she wasn't a great blogger, but because it was making me feel terrible mm -hmm. because I was filling in the details in between her stories and her feed and making up a fairy tale about how she was handling six kids so much better than me. And I don't know her. I don't yeah. know any of her life. I don't know what's behind the camera. I don't know if she just moved everything out of the way and took a picture. I don't know. Maybe she doesn't have um, special needs kids. Maybe she doesn't have therapy four times a week for her children, whatever that. Maybe she has a house cleaner full time. I definitely didn't. <laughs> so, I mean, whatever the case might be, I was making up these stories in my head, which was causing me to feel terrible about myself. And with us as women, especially I think as moms, we carry a lot of expectations. And so our mindset needs to adjust from overwhelm, frustration, beating ourselves up, feeling discouraged because we're not growing as fast as someone else, or our house isn't as clean as someone else, or as beautifully decorated with all the white couches and white walls <laughs> and no marker stains or food stains anywhere, you know, like that, ex that pressure we're putting on ourselves. What does that mean? Can we move forward when we're feeling that constantly? No. So how do we get out of that? And that's working through like, okay, accepting ourselves for where we are, who our kids are, what is most important to me? What's more important to me than a clean house is a great meal in our family. Mm -hmm. And I had to realize that I could care less if the floors are mopped, if I have like a frozen dinner, like that, I can't <laughs> handle that. It's, but other moms are like, I don't want to cook. 
and having a clean floor is very, very important to me. And so they're going to mop the floors and throw a frozen dinner in the oven. And that's important to them. So there's no right or wrong way to do motherhood. There's no right or wrong way to grow your business. It's accepting that you can choose what's right for you and your family and go at the pace that you want to go. Yeah, I love that. That's so good. That's so good. Yeah, let's stop the comparison. Yeah, and embrace what you want. Yeah. Um, Like for real, like what is important to you? That's something I ask every mom. Like you have a different set of values. You have a different set of dreams. You have a different set of goals than I do. And the you do not have to, like I just recently talked to somebody who was like, I was like, what's your goal for your business? She's like, I just would like to make $2,500. I'm like, okay, like, is that your one-year goal? She's like, no, that's just like, I'm good with that. I have no desire to make more than $2,500. That's not normal. Cause most people are like, well, how am I going to get to 10 K months? And <laughs> I want to quit my nine to five. And she was just like, I, I want to stay at my day job. I like my day job. And I just want to make $2,500 a month. Cause that will pay for our vacations and all the fun stuff every year without feeling any pressure about it. And I was like, awesome. <laughs> Don't let anybody change your mind. You know, yeah. you, there's no magic number where you have achieved success. I loved about this mom so much is she knew exactly what her goal was. She knew what she wanted for her family. And she felt comfortable in saying that. And no one, I was, I told her, it's like, don't let anyone make you feel guilty for making $2,500 when you hit that mark and not moving forward. Mm-hmm. And if you do change your mind, then heck yeah, let's do it. It's just keeping it within your goals and within your dreams and with what you have the capacity for. For sure. I love that. Yeah. Everybody is not going to want the same things in life. Mm -hmm. And I think back to when I was working in corporate and this big sort of belief that you have to climb the corporate ladder and I bought into it for a long time. And I was like, well, that's what I'm supposed to do. Like I got a master's degree and I'm supposed to just rise through the ranks of all of these different jobs. And that's the path I'm supposed to follow. But then one day I had to ask, like, is this really what you want to do? And it was no, it was like, no, I don't like that is not the path I want to go. I'm not going to be happy going down that path. So why am I trying to fight for it so much when it's not what I want? Exactly. It's not a negative thing to stay where you are. If you're happy where you are, You don't have to want a bigger house. You don't have to want the next thing, whatever that might be. Mm -hmm. Be okay with bleeding into what your values are, what your wants are. And if you're like, because sometimes the next level means more stress or more work because 10K months oftentimes means having a team. And if you don't want to manage a team, then don't have a goal of 10K months, you know, or yeah. whatever that goal is that, you know, like that's okay to like, okay, I want to keep it at this level because this feels right for me and my family. And this meets our needs. You can do that. You don't have to be this ambitious, like you said, climb the ladder person. If that is where you're at on the ladder is like, I'm good. Yeah. Or sometimes it's like, okay, in this season of life, I'm good, but maybe yeah. in a couple of years from now, when my kids are a little older, maybe I'll be ready for that next kind of level, right? Absolutely. And you can pivot and change and knowing that it's okay to be like when I accepted that, Hey, I have six kids, seven and under, I have to be realistic with my time and where my growth expectations are. Yeah. 
<laughs> and when I accepted that and leaned into it, I enjoyed being a mom more. I enjoyed when I did work. I enjoyed my husband more because I wasn't like hustling nonstop and wearing myself to basically be in a breakdown mode mm-hmm. because I was letting other people pressure me. Like if you don't grow now and you don't get in on Clubhouse right now or Facebook or Instagram, you're going to be missing out. Well, I might, but I, I'm also going to miss out on my kids' years of for being sure. girls. Definitely. Yeah. I think that's so important for moms to realize like there's different seasons of life. It's not always going to be this way. One day we're going to like miss them running around and bothering us. Like It's just so, I mean, I know it's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And it's okay to press your foot down on the gas pedal and to release it. And it's on your term, not on the pressure of social media or other leaders who are like, if you don't hustle now, you're going to miss the boat. I'm sorry, but I've been doing this for 10 plus years. The boat is always coming by. Get on it whenever (laughs) you want to. Like there's, it's the ferry system. I mean, you might be look different. It might be a little bit of a different journey, but you can jump on whenever you want. Social media is not going away. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, there's always going to be something out there. If you have a dream, if you have a goal to pursue, there's always going to be room for you to do it. Always. There's never going to be a time where you're not allowed on the bandwagon. I mean, just guys, it just don't tell yourself that lie. And again, that goes back to mindset. If we're lying to ourselves saying, well, I have to do it all right now. That's because it's going to go away. It's not going away. You know, people, there are still bloggers making millions of dollars and there are still new bloggers joining this blogging world every day and learning how to make it, turn it into a business. There are, you know, web designers. There's a ton of web designers out there. That doesn't mean there's not a room for you and that you can't serve people. Exactly. And yeah, and it's all about who it's sort of like your niche and like who you're looking to serve. There's so many variations and mm-hmm. serve is what I found by working online. It's not all just like, okay, I want to be a web designer. So I can only do these basic websites for businesses. I can't No, you can like specialize and ah, yeah. somebody that's totally niche that like nobody else has kind of focused on before. And in fact, that gives you an advantage. A lot of times i you know, I myself have had this struggle in my own head is like, oh, well, if I narrow in on who I'm going to help, then I'm going to have less people to help. Actually, no, that means the people who you are ready to help will see you, will know you, will understand what you can offer in such a bigger way. That's why I sell, you know, I tell people I'm a coach for mom entrepreneurs. I help moms double their income without doubling their to-do list because I can help females. I love working with any female in the online space, but when I narrow it in, I use my messaging and I use the words you're using like overwhelm and balance and frustration about, you know, mom guilt, <laughs> whatever that is. You're, you relate to those words and your ears pick up. So when you niche down, you can use the language that your people want, like use themselves and will listen to. And when they hear it, their ears pick up. So for me, it's using, you know, I'm specifically going after mom entrepreneurs to help them double their income. I lost you again. So when you niche down, you're able to use the words that your people use, which will make their ears perk up, which will make them pay attention to what you're saying and know that you're going to meet their needs. So for me, I'm a coach for mom entrepreneurs Mm -hmm. and double their income without doubling their to-do list. And moms pay attention to to-do list. Yes. They pay attention to words like overwhelm, balance, uh, 
mom guilt, all of those words are words that I hear constantly from moms. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so they're going to pay attention to that. So being niching down is actually one of the best things you can do for your business. For sure. I think that for me personally was my biggest mindset shift in my business was realizing that I could niche down and I would still have enough interest and enough client interest out there for niching down. Because I think that's a big fear of a lot of entrepreneurs is if I niche, then I'm excluding all these other people that might be out there willing to pay me. Yeah. And honestly, I found that people still find me no matter what. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) I convert more because I am using the right words instead of it being like, if you are, let's say you're a fitness coach and you're like, I help people create their best life. Okay, great. What does that mean? Yeah. Like, that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> oh, what's the best life? No, if you say you help moms get healthy, accept their new bodies and get over their postpartum blues, then I'm going to pay more attention to you because I'm a new mom or I'm yeah. have, struggling with my body and the way it looks now. I don't know how to get healthy again. So giving more specifics, more details, actually helps you narrow in and get more people to pay attention to you. Definitely. Yeah. It it is a lot about the language that you use and if it grabs their attention and all of the terms you use are the same ones I'll use for my podcast Mm -hmm. or my blog for all my working mom content, because it is things that moms are constantly searching for. Absolutely. And we want to be able to make that connection because when you think about commercials, it's about how you feel and you are a marketing agent. you have a marketing team and you probably are it in your business. <laughs> and that's exactly what these big corporations do. They target an audience, they target gender, they target, you know, part of the country with their marketing. And that's the same, you're doing the same thing on a different scale. For sure. Yeah, definitely. So Lonnie, is there any other advice you'd like to give moms? So specifically like maybe moms that are looking to start or grow or nurture their current business or moms that are looking to just pursue their goals and dreams because maybe they've set them aside for a while and they're ready to get back to that. Absolutely. The first thing I always start with, with moms wanting to go to the next level, take on the new dream, expand the one that they have, or, you know, grow is to first look at the time you have available. Set up your expectations with the time that you have and don't stretch yourself thin, maximize your time. That will help you to not feel like, oh, I'm overworking or I'm too tired. I mean, there's always a time to hustle or to, you know, push a little harder, but start there. And then the second thing is to get an accountability person in your life, whether that's paying for a coach or finding a business bestie, having that encouragement and your everyday business working growth life is worth gold. Yeah. Love that. Love that so much. So I just have a couple of more questions for you. I sort of ask every guest little lightning round just to like find out a little bit more about you and what you're working on. So what is something you'd consider to be like a non-negotiable practice in your life that you have to do every day so you can start or end your day positively? Oh, besides a cup of coffee in the morning? That totally counts. (laughs) (laughs) That's one of my big ones. I think just like checking in with my spouse. 
like having every morning and every night we check in with each other and just like that make sure to give them a hug and check in and say what is your day going to look like Mm -hmm. and then trying to tell him what my day is going to look like so we have expectations of like if I know his day is going to be like crazy hard I know I can support a little extra with the kids Mm -hmm. or vice versa if I know my day is going to be really packed full and I'm going to be tired at the end of the day knowing at the beginning of the day that to expect that helps us so much and it's helped our marriage a lot because we're a team yeah and and then at the end of the day, checking back in and making sure that we're both where we need to be because we got six kids, guys. They take up a lot of our time and attention. <laughs> so this is one of the things that makes my day feel positive when we're not checking in and we're like wondering why each other is cranky or tired. Uh, it's like, well, I had a long day and I had a big day and you didn't help me, but I also didn't tell you about it. So how right. can I expect you to know? So having that communication has been so amazing. That's a good one. Yes. Communication is definitely a good thing to have there in your relationship. So Mm -hmm. love that. Highly recommend it. (laughs) (laughs) Like you said, you have six kids. What is your favorite working mom hack to sort of get you through a, a hectic or difficult day? So say like things just aren't going right. Everything's like kind of chaotic. What do you do to sort of like ground yourself? For me, like I said, I'm a self-proclaimed foodie, okay? I'm just going to say it. So good food is important to our family. I make sure to always have on hand fast meals, last minute meals. So let's say I don't feel like cooking a big meal, but I really want to eat a good meal. I make sure to have like on hand our go-to five favorites that are fast, 30 minutes or less. Mm -hmm. And when I don't have those ingredients on hand, I feel the pain guys, I feel the pain. <laughs> you know, and then also having a meal plan so that when you do have those hectic days thrown in, you have that in your back pocket. You're not struggling to think what is for dinner because my, you know, with six kids, they're always, somebody is always hungry. <laughs> so. I can imagine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> those are great tips. So who would be your favorite like podcasters, bloggers, like a favorite author or other expert that has really influenced you in your life? Oh gosh, that's such a loaded question. (laughs) (laughs) I think I like recently Atomic Habit has really impacted me, the book and the author's name is totally slipping my mind and I have no idea where my phone is. So I don't even know what to look up. I'm actually supposed to read that for a book club this month. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. I was already using a lot of his methods and principles listening to that book. I've actually listened, I listened to it on audible like two to three times now Mm -hmm. in the last year. Like that's how much I know it's impactfulness um, is as far as like bloggers and podcasters. I love when I was blogging, I love the thrive blogger podcast. That was a great one as a blogger to listen to. And then I was able to be a guest on it a lot. And I just really enjoy Bree, who is the leader there. She's amazing. I also love Market Like a Boss with Michelle Broom. She's amazing. She's got great tips. If you have a service-based business Mm -hmm. like I do, that's a great one to listen to. And she's, I love the abundant mindset that she brings to the table where she's going to give as much as she can. And there's plenty of room for everyone. I'll have to check that one out. Yeah, that sounds amazing. I love, love, love mindset podcasts. (laughs) Yeah. And she also gives so much great, valuable advice on marketing 
you're wanting to grow about marketing, learn more about marketing yourself, that's another great one as well. Perfect. Thank you for sharing those. Absolutely. So what are you currently working on within your business that you're most excited about? So it would definitely be the group coaching program. It's called the Profitable Mom Club. And the MOM is for the mom method. So that will be launching this month. I'm going to be doing a challenge to teach you the mom method in three days and how that can be used in both your business life and your mom life. And that will be March uh, 22nd through 25th. I don't know if this podcast will come out before that or not, but it's going to be awesome. And if you come in later and you missed it, this is just a really cool program where we're going to be working on both our mom life and our business growth at the same time. I have an amazing community over on Facebook, the Brilliant Mompreneur Society. And this is just going to take that group's level of engagement, support, and camaraderie to the next level. That sounds absolutely amazing. And yeah, I'll post all of the information. If you have links to share, I'll put them on the show notes so people can get in there and sign up for all of that. Perfect. I love it. Thank you. No problem. So the only other question I have is where can people follow you online? Where do you hang out the most often and where do you want them to come find you and join all of your great resources? So definitely come join the Brilliant Entrepreneur Society on Facebook. That is definitely where I hang out the most. And I go live in the group every week with a training, whether it's on mindset operations, like setting up systems in your business, in your mom life, and then also talk about marketing and moving forward and making growth in your business. So one of those three things is happening every week. There's lots of conversations. There's places for you to network with other moms and connect with other moms working in similar business, or maybe your ideal client is even in my group. Mm. I would love it if you made a connection that caused you to get some business there. And then also on Instagram, I'm at Lonnie J. Jackson, and you can find me there. Sounds great. Yes. I've loved your Facebook group and also the coffee chat. That was amazing. Yes. We're planning on doing those. So at least once a month, I'm trying for two, if we can fit into the schedule, I host a coffee chat on zoom where it's everybody can join in. We get to talk, connect with each other. If you're struggling with something, you're looking for something, you're looking for someone to join your team, or you're looking for someone to give you feedback on something casual. And it's a great way to connect with other moms when oftentimes, especially this last year, we've been so isolated and social media is great, but it feels impersonal a lot of times. Yeah. These coffee chats really connect face and a person behind the little icon with your name. (laughs) Definitely. Yes. The last year has been very isolating. And Mm -hmm. even for us introverts, I consider myself an introvert, but it it has still been isolating. And it's just nice to sort of find those groups that you can connect with. So definitely everyone go check out Lonnie's resources, her Facebook group and the coffee chats. They're all amazing. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast and sharing all of this great information with everyone. I'm really happy to have you on here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited to be able to do this with you and partner with you and looking forward to getting to know you even better in the future. I love getting to network with you. For sure. Thank you so much and have a great day. And to another episode of the Confessions of a Working Mom podcast. Don't forget to go check out the show notes for links to all of the resources that we've talked about today. And I wanted to let you know of an amazing new mini course that I'm offering. So if you head on over to the Working Mom Collective 
com slash purpose, you can sign up for a mini course on discovering the path to your purpose. So in this course, I will take you through six modules to help you go from stressed, burnt out, and overwhelmed in your current career situation to happy, excited, and hopeful, and filled with passion for pursuing your purpose. So this mini course will set you up to pursue your purpose with the mindset that you can actually turn your dreams into a business. So go to theworkingmomcollective.com slash purpose to sign up for this free mini course and tag me on Instagram once you sign up, letting me know what you've discovered in your journey to pursuing your passions. So let me just tell you, I have been wanting to release a resource for all of you for the longest time. And I'm finally just putting this out into the world in hopes that it will help somebody that was like me about a year or two ago when I was completely unhappy in my current career situation. I knew I had to make a change, but I didn't exactly know where to even start. I didn't know what even the next step would look like. So this free mini course is for you if you have that feeling where you know that you want to do something more, that you want to pursue something else, and you just really are unsure of where to get started. So it will be six modules. Module one will be a skill assessment and survey. Module two will be mindset work. Module three will be truly exploring your dreams and what those look like and how you can actually turn them into reality. Module four will be taking those dreams that you explored and formulating them into a business idea. Module five will be marketing plan basics for marketing your business. And module six will be the tech tools that you need to get started. So if you would like to start pursuing your purpose today, then just go sign up on theworkingmomcollective.com slash purpose. And like I said, tag me on Instagram or DM me or send me an email and let me know how it's going for you. I really want to help you through exploring and discovering your purpose and some business ideas that you have. So please do tag me and send me DMs. I read all of them. And thank you so much for continuing to listen to the Confessions of a Working Mom podcast. I will catch you on the next show. I would be so, so grateful if you went and left a rating and review of the podcast So Apple loves it when you rate and review the podcast that you love listening to. And it would just mean the world to me if you went over and left a rating and review for the podcast. So that way our show can be introduced to more working moms that really, really can gain positivity from these episodes that can teach them something. So if you go and leave a rating and review, I would be so grateful and just thank you again for continuing to listen every week. You are the reason why I continue to talk into this microphone for this podcast. Without you, I would 
wouldn't have the podcast. So thank you so much.